Hello and welcome to this special edition of the Red Nets podcast, the official podcast of Empire of the Cop. This week we've got a special interview with Jose Enrique, former Liverpool left-back. So without further ado, let's pass it over to Steve Carson. Okay, Jose, thank you again for joining me this uh, this month. Um, to kick us off, um, first and foremost, one big story has been uh, Vinaldum uh, coming out and talking about uh, some of the things that he encountered on social media while he was a Liverpool player. Um, have you heard what, what he said about uh, these things? Yeah, I heard it. Yeah, I just, I'd like to get your thoughts on this and whether it was anything you experienced during your time at the club and at your time at other clubs as well. To be honest, I think every single player experienced that. Uh, obviously, he was living for a free, so I presume it will be it will be more. But even now that I'm retired, I still receive some messages that I don't even want to tell you, but very bad messages, you know, that normally I don't even read, but sometimes, because obviously other people send you messages for other stuff, you just, just click on it, read it, and I just delete it. To be honest, it doesn't affect me. And I'm surprised that actually Gini come without, with, with something like that, really. Uh, I agree with him, it's something that shouldn't be there. I believe it's something that is very difficult that the clubs, they can do something. I believe social media, I always said this, it should be with a passport, you know, with ID, you know, that you do your account. So anyone that actually do something bad, because anyone can comment anything, anyone can say anything at the moment, they can create a fake account and tell you anything. So the only solution I could see really is actually make an account that, that you have your own passport and everything like that. So everything that you say, you know, if uh, the police have to intervene, obviously it will be that way. But to be honest, he, I actually believe he was going to come with another kind of, of words, really. I thought he was actually going to come that he didn't re- renew his contract because of LFC, because obviously like we all knew he wanted more years of contract instead of, I, don't, I, I didn't thought that it was about money, really, that obviously always is about money as well, I get that. But I believe Liverpool will were able to afford the money that he maybe he wanted. But I thought he actually was going to come out with something talking about the years of contract and the policy that the owners have, you know, and actually come out with this kind of, you know, words really, I didn't really understood really. But uh, listen, I understand him, you know, in a way, but in another way, I am with, with Carragher, for example, that I seen the, the words that he's mentioned as well that I believe every single player have every kind of stuff at the moment in social media. And you have to, and more with the experience you have, I understand obviously when you are younger, kind of things like, I remember when I was younger, these kind of things affect you more, it's true. But things like now, you know, they should be, they should be completely fine. I understand, like I said, I agree with him, you know, but, I don't understand how he can put that as an excuse to leave LFC. You know, I don't. I don't understand that. I don't understand that. So, one of uh, Gallagher's criticisms of it was that it is something that uh, happens at every club. You know, every club has these idiots, is, is what uh, Gallagher said. And he says that um, Genie should now just move on because obviously he wanted more money, and he should just like you know forget about it now and just focus on being a PSG player. I just want want to get your thoughts on those uh, comments in particular. I completely agree with with Carra. I think every single player have comments. Obviously now, obviously it's a lot with the 
races, you know, obviously a stuff, but it's not just races, it's everything. If you are not, you know, from with another color or another background, they tell you something else, you know, they call you something else. It's a lot of abuse at the moment in social media because, like I said before, it's a lot of access into it and, and no ID needed or passport needed to create an account. So anyone in the world can say whatever the hell they want without having any repercussion. So obviously, I believe something that has to be changed. But like I said, very, very surprised about this interview from Jenny. Very, very surprised. I didn't expect that at all. I expected actually some attack to the LFC owners, really, more than something like this, because it seemed more like an excuse for me, in that opinion. For me, obviously, now it's obvious he was on a free. He thought he could get a bigger, bigger contract somewhere else, and look where he's gone, you know, to PSG. That is, listen, fair enough, you know, fair enough. He's his life, he can decide what to do, but it's just be honest, don't put this kind of silly excuses, really, because it's silly excuses, this kind of thing. So, um, Ryan Aldham's obviously out, out the door now, and one player who could be following Ryan Aldham out the door is Zed Anchikiri, who recently gave uh, an interview over in Italy uh, saying that he'd like to play for uh, Lazio uh, and return to Italy and leave Liverpool. I just want to get your thoughts on Shakiri and what he's done for the club up to this point and the possibility of him leaving this summer. Obviously, first of all, him saying something like that, he means that they've already been in contact with, with LFC. You know what I mean? They've already been in touch with them. I'm not sure if they even probably is an offer on the table. And he's trying to put a little bit of pressure. And obviously, PST LFC player, I believe the money will not be right for LFC to sell him. You know, that's why he's actually trying to put a little bit of pressure maybe that way, you know? I believe he's a great player. Look what he's done in, in, in the Euro Cup. He, he was fantastic. The, the way he performed, he was great. But I always say this, the problem he has, and I always tell you these kind of things, is that when you, when you are injury-prone, you are injury-prone, and he's injury-prone. I believe the, the kind of style of football that we play, really, really high-intensity football, high-pressing, it doesn't suit him in terms of he cannot handle it to play for maybe four or five games in a row in this kind of intensity because of the way he's, he's, he's built, you know, his body shape, you know, and, and everything. But obviously, in another kind of team that play more football, that maybe they don't press that high, they have more the ball. And, and Italy is a perfect scenario for that because it's more tactic and everything like that. I believe he can be an outstanding player, you know, a very, very outstanding player. But for the way we play, and obviously here that we are worried about LFC and talking about LFC, I believe the, way, the best thing for both ways is, is to live and try to get as much as we can for him. So, um, pre-season is obviously now underway. We've had, a, we've had a couple of chances, a few chances, I should say, to see uh, some players. And uh, personally, a uh, man that has impressed me so far is uh, someone who plays in your position, uh, Kostas Simikas. Now, just uh, wondering... Um, who stood out for you so far in pre-season? Is there any names, maybe three or four names that stands out for you? Yeah, uh, Tisamikas definitely has been one of them. Uh, what I what I like about players, I've always seen this, you know, and I believe club and, man and managers in, in general, they love that, but I believe club more than anyone really is that you can see the desire that he put into his game, you know? Obviously, he knows he has the best left back in the wall in front of him. So it's 
no much he can do to actually take the position of Robo. Uh, that's the reality. If Robo keep performing the way he's been performing, but it's good if he perform well because he's gonna put more pressure in Robo. And if it's possible, he even wanna perform better. But I'm not sure if it's possible, but it maybe it is, you know. And and so it's good, you know. Definitely surprised me. I like Harvey Elliott as as well a lot in precision. I can see. Where does this come from? All these rumors that Sakiri leave, he's gonna be the the one who actually be the replacement of Sakiri. I'm not sure still about that because obviously it's not much I could see. Obviously, I know he's done really, really well in the championship and everything like that. But play for LFC is another kind of level, you know, and more for the kind of things that we want to play for. That obviously is titles. So I'm not sure. He's very, very young. You know, but obviously Kurti Jones has, has, has a year to obviously improve himself, and, and I believe he's gonna be a first team squad member. I don't believe he's, they're gonna get rid of him in any way, loan or, or transfer. So Harvey Elliott could be there. Let me see him a little bit more. You know, I, we need to see him in precision a little bit more. I believe in the games as well. Players are more tired as well. They train really, really hard. Obviously, the fitness levels are not there. But I believe if he stays, it's because Klopp really believes he can make something in the team. So I will trust Klopp on that because the kids have quality. Definitely has quality. I said that before about Kurti Jones, and I say exactly the same about Harvey as well. They're completely different kind of players, Kurti and him. But I could see something in Harvey that the last pass, you know, the, I remember the last game they played, he has actually a chance that he was with a very difficult angle to actually shot and he give it a go and shot and have this kind of personality playing with Salah, Mane and these kind of players and you say I don't care I'm not going to look to pass them I'm going to actually try to score it tells you the kind of personality that this kid have so obviously I need to see him more I believe club see him every day in training but definitely has the potential to be to be a first team squad and then like you said Tisamikas these two probably the best two Konate is been good but they didn't really test him much. Let's see about today with time Berlin. Let's see how he does it. He looks very, very good. Tall, strong, quick, good in the ball, confident. So let's see. But the same as you, probably Tisamikas, the intensity and the desire and, and, and actually putting courses in the box. And then Harvey Elliott, I would presume. And then Salah has been like always, you know, pressing and everything. This kind of place is not a surprise. You know, we got talking about obviously players that you didn't maybe expect or, or, or think that they're going to do it so well. And for me, I will mention these two especially. So you touched on it there when you mentioned Salah. Um, there are, well, we've seen obviously Salah in pre-season, but we expect him to perform high levels, like, like you just said there. But um, there's a few players that we've not seen in action yet that uh, are definitely going to be exciting for the, a lot of fans. Uh, we're talking about Virgil van Dijk. Uh, we haven't seen Thiago yet, but obviously Thiago is now back in the uh, training camp in Austria. Um, so I'm just wondering as well, is there any players that we're looking forward to seeing in the upcoming season, how they're going to do up until winter and then the full season uh, in total? You mean with transfers as well or just the players that we have in the squad at the moment? Uh, players already in the squad that we haven't seen already, like Van Dijk and Thiago, players well, like that. Yeah, definitely Van Dijk, the most waiting player for us. I believe he's, he makes a massive, massive difference for us in every single way. He's a leader on the pitch, you know, and, and obviously I can't wait to see Hendo back as well. You know, I know he obviously played last season, but obviously start, you know, 
seeing on the games and, and ready for next season. I believe they are two of our main players in terms of seeing because obviously Salah is there, Mane is there, Firmino is going to be back. You know, obviously it's a player that we're looking forward to. But definitely, if you want to tell me one player, definitely it's Van Dijk and probably Gomez too as well. You know, I believe if Gomez can stay fit, he's a really, really world-class centre-back. You know, obviously Matip is, is there as well already. You know, I love enjoying uh, Matip because I believe that them three, obviously Van Dijk is in another level with everyone else. You know, but then we have Gomez and Mati that they are world-class centre-backs as well. You know, and, and obviously have them three back for us is where we will struggle last season. That's the reality, that position, you know, centre-back. Even if obviously Phillips and Kabak, they don't really, really well. You can compare, you know, that's the reality with this. So obviously Virgil is probably the player that we're waiting the most. I want to see how they are back as well because... Obviously, I didn't have this kind of injury, and obviously, I, I know they're gonna come back 100%. I didn't, you know, but I'm, I'm sure they're gonna do it. But obviously, it takes a little bit of time to get the rhythm, take that fear away, you know, from obviously contact and, and all of that. I know they've been trained with the team, so that will help. But obviously, getting that football rhythm, you know, that football match rhythm, they need to play. So obviously, it's good news because I believe, obviously, Virgil is gonna play some minutes today. Hopefully, Gomez soon as well. So it's exciting times for us for for this kind of players come back. It's actually like a new signing for us, really. I, I agree. Um, it will be like a new signing going forward and a massive signing at that. Um, and just to touch upon the signings there as well, um, are you a little bit concerned about Liverpool's lack of business so far in the market? Uh, when you look at the likes of Manchester United, they've obviously improved their front line quite dramatically with the, the signing of Jaden Sancho. I am concerned. <laughs> I am concerned. I'm, I'm obviously, listen, I don't believe it has to do nothing with the board, you know, nothing with the people that work. I believe, obviously, it's more with the culture, you know, that the owners have. And, you know, we always had these problems. That's why we got Salah and, eh, sorry, Van Dijk and Alisson, because we, we sold Coutinho. And, you know, and if not, we, we, we would not have these players. And probably we would not have the titles that we have in the last few years. So sometimes I understand we try to be look Konate. I believe he was a top signing for us for the kind of money that I believe is is right, you know? But sometimes you have to go out there and spend the big money in the big player. You know, and I remember obviously before Van Dyke and Alison arrived, we were contenders to win these kind of titles. They arrived, we actually won them. You know, so these kind of players is needed. It's good we sign players like Konate with 21 years old, you know, very top center back that is going to be top. Obviously, still in the process to that. But we need to go out there and look, like you say, United is the best example. Why United can go out there and go to Real Madrid and sign a player, one of the best players, one of the best center backs, you know, in probably Real Madrid's history. And we cannot go and do that. You know what I mean? And, 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 and spending a big, big player, for example, for me, We've been struggling with, with goals in terms of with Firmino, for example, the last few years. So I always, the last time I think we talked, I, I told you as well, I believe a number nine is needed. If it's not a number nine, probably someone like Jota that can play in the three positions in front. My opinion, I would have someone more, more like a number nine because I believe with Trent and Robo, you know, going forward and pushes closes in the box, is needed more a proper number nine. 
you know, like obviously we mentioned about Haaland, like my favorite player to sign, but I don't believe that is going to happen. But sometimes you have to go out there and spend the money. And obviously with the lack of Gini going for free and, and obviously now selling players, more or less, we don't know even more money already that what we bought Konate for selling, obviously, you know, this kind of player probably we want to do more money selling Sakiri now. He will sell Origi as well. So... I understand the COVID situation, but well, United have a COVID situation as well. City has a COVID situation and I'm sure they're going to spend in a striker. You will see they say, no, no, this, no, that, no, that. They will do something. I'm sure about it. Why we can't do that? If we want to compete, we need to spend as well. Obviously, listen, we have great squad. We have great players. I still believe with the squad we have now, we still can compete for everything. But we have to remember that Salah and Mane they go in January. It's a deciding moment for the league, you know, for the Premier League in that moment. We can lose them for quite a lot of games as well. So you need good replacements and players that actually can step in and do the job, you know. And at the moment, we don't have a second option in every position that they are world-class players. And we need that because Manchester City have that. I don't think United still have that, but they're trying to sign in players of this quality, you know? So we should go there, stop thinking, and spend the money in the player that we want, and that's all. But more than we want, that club wants. Simple as that. There is one forward player who's been uh, linked to Liverpool in the past, and it's it's popped up again uh, this week, and it's uh, Adama Traore. Um, the Daily Star say that Liverpool are prepared to spend about £30 million to sign Adama Traore. I just want to get your thoughts on, uh, well, Adama as a player, first and foremost, but then whether you think he'd be able to add more to Liverpool uh, compared to the likes of uh, Shakiri and Origi, would he be an upgrade? I think it would be an upgrade because of the kind of players Adama Traore is. I don't believe he's a better player than Shakiri, uh, for example. You know, but for the kind of player that he is, I believe he could bring another type of dimension to us, you know, because he's quick, he's strong, you know, uh, but if you ask me, is the quality that we have in front similar to that? I don't believe it's the quality of Jota, for example, as a player. I love Jota a lot more than Adama, but Adama is a player that as a squad player for this kind of money, I will take him. I will not take him for more, but for this kind of money, I will take him because he's a player that can come, can come in for 20, 25 minutes, 30 minutes, second half, whatever, and actually has attributes that no one else in the world has. That's the reality, you know? But for me, if you ask me if he's a world-class player, I don't believe he's a world-class player, but for the kind of money you are talking about right now and for the kind of style that we play, being, you know, as a second option, I think he will be a good sign. Yeah, definitely. Well, um, one, one name as well, and we've talked about it before, uh, Renato Sanchez. Uh, reports in France say that Lille are considering selling him this summer because he could be out of contract uh, next summer. I just want to get your thoughts on that. But also, um, a player in a similar position is Camavinga. He, uh, he's out of contract next summer as well. And, you know, there's been talk about Liverpool maybe being interested in him, but those reports are a little bit more flimsy, whereas the interest in Renato Sanchez does seem to be a bit more solid. Just want to get your thoughts on those two rooms there. Maybe who you'd go for or one over the other and would they be a good replacement for Ryan Alden? To be honest with you, with Camavinga, I know him because of FIFA. I always sign him on FIFA because he's good, you know, for such a, such a young age. So I don't really... 
can't tell you too much about him, really. About Renato Sanchez, yeah, definitely. Obviously, I know him. I know he has the talent to be a world-class player. Obviously, like I said before, he was signing with a very, very young age, didn't perform at the level he should. You know, I believe when you are young, sometimes these kind of transfers, they are not easy to handle. He didn't handle it well. But maybe now is the time that actually he's mature enough, you know, to take the step into a bigger team, you know, and, and perform. He has the qualities. Definitely Renato has the qualities. And like you say, having a one year left on his contract, I believe he will be a good signing for us. The only thing we have to make it clear to him as well, because I don't know his personality, but obviously clubs, he doesn't like troubles. You know, he's been in trouble in the past. Obviously, you have to realize as well that we have Thiago, Hendo, Fabinho, that probably will be our starting three. You know, that's the realities. And then we have people like behind, you know, that they push him. So Renato has to know that, yeah, if he comes into Liverpool, obviously he can step into the starting eleven if he does good enough. But he has to realize as well that he has a good competition. If he comes with that mentality, I believe he's a great signing for us. You know, because for the money that we want to pay for him, having one year left, I don't think it's going to be that much, you know, that much. Well, it's going to be money, obviously, but it's not going to be as other players that they are in more years of contract. But if we pay, like, you, like we were talking about, 30, 35 million pounds for this kind of player with the talent he has, I believe it's worth the, worth the risk. Definitely is worth the risk. So, so one player that we did uh, seemingly miss out on because it's unclear how interested Liverpool was actually in and, and Daniel Marlin. Uh, but he's obviously signed or about to sign for Borussia Dortmund. Uh, I just want to get your thoughts on that. And basically, is there any alternative targets that you would now consider looking for? I don't, I don't know if there's anyone. Obviously, we've talked about Isaac before and players like that. Just wondering if um, there's any players that stands out for you. It's just every player that is linked to us is going somewhere else, you know. It's, 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 it's just crazy, you know. Like you say, Milan, for example, he was a player that actually didn't know too much about it and, and I went to We Scout and have a look at him, you know, properly. I watched a game of him and then I watched the highlights of him as well. And I actually really like him. He could play in the three, front three positions, you know. He was fast as well, good one this one. So I presume that he, he likes high pressing as well, our style. So... I believe he could suit us, you know, but obviously it looks like he's going to Dortmund. So at the moment, I'm not thinking in who could come to Liverpool because I don't know what they're thinking, really. I don't know if they're actually going to surprise us with a big signing that, if I'm honest with you, I don't think it's going to happen. Hopefully I'm wrong, you know, but I don't think it's going to happen. And then if not, these kind of players like this, don't know, it's, everyone is taking them. So I don't really know what they are thinking or who they are looking for. They're actually keeping really secret or I don't know what they're actually doing. For me, it's what I told you. For me, if I have the money, I will go all in for Haaland. I don't fucking care. I will sign Haaland 100% for us. I love Haaland. I know people talking about Mbappé. Mbappé with PSG and the kind of money he is and the kind of money and contract that he will come to the club I believe he will unbalance everything. And obviously, you have to renew Salah, renew a lot of players. And obviously, if you sign Mbappé, the salary asking from Salah and from all these players, it will be obviously a lot higher than, obviously, if you don't sign Mbappé, you know? But Haram will be, like I said before, it will be my 
my signing. You know, it will be my signing because I really believe Firmin is a world-class player, but he's been, being honest, he's not been performing at the level that he's make us used to for maybe the last year and a half, two years maybe. And, and we need, with Robo and Trent, with how many assists they give, imagine with someone like Haaland. You know, as well, Haaland, I love because he has that personality that always want to win, that desire, that press, go high, go, you know, big, strong guy, quick. He has everything. He has everything for us. So he actually will be my dream signing for LFC this season. And if we sign him, I'm telling you, I don't even want to sign anyone else on the team. They go all in for this player. I don't care about the other positions because, look, we can sign a number eight, Renato Sanchez. Okay, perfect. But even then, we have Fabinho, Thiago, Gendo, eh, Harvey Elliott, if he stays, Mili, and Keita. So, then positions are already sorted because it's six players for six positions. So, already you have to get rid of one of them. You know what I mean? I understand Klopp is thinking in Harvey Elliott that he can play him higher off the pitch as well. You know, I understand that as well. You know, but with Haaland, it's just... Okay, because now teams what they do, because we play Salah and Mane going inside a lot of times and with the wingers, but they know we don't have a proper, apart from Mane, the other Firmin and Salah, they are not great in the air, in the air that's the reality. They have top qualities otherwise, but that one is not the best. What they do, they let us actually put in a lot of crosses from outside. Well, if you have someone like Haaland, they will go, oh, what we can do? Now we have to stop the crosses, more space in the middle, more space for Salah and Mane, so we have both options, to go outside wide and to go inside. And I believe we will be, obviously, unstoppable is very difficult to say, to say because it's football, you know, but I believe we will be very, very difficult to handle against anything. Yeah, no, absolutely. I completely agree with that. Uh, you, you touched upon uh, contract extensions there, the idea of that someone like uh, Mbappe or Haaland coming in would mess up the like financial structure of the club. And uh, one um, contract extension that has proved problematic recently is Jordan Henderson. Now, a few weeks, well, uh, according to reports, uh, a few weeks down the line and we're still not really resolved on the situation. There's been no further news. I just want to sort of get your reaction to the ongoing sort of confusion over the Jordan Henderson scenario and just how important it is to have the that situation sorted out for the captain because obviously he's got two years left on his deal uh, as it stands uh, he will leave the club in two years um, how important is it that he extends uh, beyond that listen for me it's, it's not what kind of player he is that is already does the main thing, obviously, the, the, what he performed on the pitch, but because at the end, when you pay a player, is to perform on the football games. That's the reality. But as well, what he brings into this, into this club, into this team, what he's done outside of the field, what well, he is LFC. He represents, it's like club for us. It's like that important, you know? I believe Hendo is no Salah, no man in this kind of, obviously, players that they score the goals, but in terms of importance to the club, probably for me, is the most, and I play with Henno, and it's like a Stevie, you know, obviously they're different kind of players, but he's this kind, he's the captain of the club, you know, he's representing the club for so many years, he's lifting the trophies, everyone wants us to win, but they want the Hendo Sufo, you know, they want to see that, they don't want someone else actually lifting the trophy, they want Hendo doing it, you know, so I'm not sure, obviously I'm not going to talk about rumors because I was actually mad about it, you know, when I seen it, I'm not sure if it will be true, but 
let's talk it like obviously because that's why you're asking if it's true if it's true i don't know what the club are actually doing i understand they have a policy but you know about the obviously players older than 30 years old you know but listen at the moment look it, 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 football is very professional look at, at Milly, probably in the fitness test still the fittest guy in, in the team you know like age now is not a, a a bad thing you know obviously yeah when you get older you have more time less time before you retire that's true but now i play with 32 33 even 34 years old they can perform on the highest level you know what i mean when before at 34 the premier league is too hard you cannot perform now it's not that way you know so hendo definitely is a player that they need to renew the contract like they need to do with bandai like they need to do with salah like they need to do with all these important players sort them out make them comfortable as well because that made them as well okay the club is still believing in me and then don't leave in me with one year left in my contract or one and a half year left getting touched no they sorted me i'm happy here this is my place sort them out i will sort them out before the season even started in my opinion and you know and then sign a player and and then we're ready to go again because look we we saw last year you know that at the end we have the best manager in the world. We have top class players, but things happen in football and you have to, you have to react. And last year we didn't react. We have struggles in the centre-back position and we nearly even make the Champions League. If we didn't make the Champions League, imagine what a disaster of season for us and how many top players of our squad will probably don't want to stay and go somewhere else. You know, so I know it's, it's in the past and we don't have to talk about it, but... That's the reality because we didn't spend the money when we should, you know? Hopefully that doesn't happen again. And with Hendo, Salah, these kind of players, new players coming. Yeah, listen, I know it's a business for the owners. I understand that. But at the same time, listen, I still believe if United can do it, we are bigger club than United, we can do it. You know, simple as that. Yeah, I agree. And I also agree the, with, with, with being annoyed at the reports coming out about Henderson's contract situation because I don't feel like it, that needed to be in the news. Uh, I think that could have been dealt with quietly behind the scenes and we didn't even need to know about it because uh, you don't need those headlines as a player. He doesn't need that coming into the... People are, talk, people are talking about now in regards to Henderson and it's not fair. It's, I, agree. I agree. And as well, Hendo is the kind of player that hate that as well. You know, he will have hate that that probably come on the press and it will not come from him, you know, because he know, like, you know, when he talks in the press, he's to obviously do a post-match interview or pre-match interview or talk about something actually is interesting about these kind of things. He's never involved. So I'm sure he was annoyed about it as well because probably it's been something going on about his contract situation and someone from the club actually mentioned it on the press and is I'm sure he was, wasn't happy about that, definitely. Thank you, Jose Enrique there. And uh, we'll be back with another episode of Red Nets uh, with the regular crew next Friday. But until then, bye for now.